0: It is, uh, it is entertaining. Like getting upset over negative YouTube comments.
1: I'm not upset about them. I think they're funny. Oh, it's just saying. I'm upset. Go to hell. <laughs> um, I, can't, so, I can't believe you'd say <sighs> <that>. um, <laughs> so, On uh, this
2: podcast, of all podcasts, <laughs> use that kind of language, Troy. <laughs> uh, in, one, in
1: episode, what the f*** <laughs> do you think
2: the Cold Bo Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm sitting here with my cold bros. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. It's been a while.
3: We were doing so good until you uh, did the sneak attack. We, oh, we yeah, we've we, so in a row without sneak. We attacks. missed you so much.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like literally, the last time I was like, okay, guys, three, two, one. <laughs> we ain't sneak attack.
2: <laughs> was I think nice. Chris literally jumped when I said. <laughs> I just didn't. Like, well, oh, we're doing this now. Okay. Uh, Want to apologize for missing last week. Um, We've had a few crazy things going on. We've had in the last couple of weeks, we've had two babies born. Uh, one of us went on a trip to the Northwest and another one of us has had a major surgery. So there's been some crazy stuff going on. Some pretty major um, life events
1: too. Yeah. Sure. So
2: uh, we skipped last week. We apologize to everyone. Forgiveness, please. We will, uh, we will We will make up for it. Did you guys
0: see my hilarious joke at Troy's expense on Instagram? How about how lazy
3: he is? Trisha was reading it, and she's like, so, Troy's the lazy
1: one? (laughs) (laughs) Thank
3: you, Trisha. I'm going to go give her a hug right now.
2: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Who the hell are you? (laughs) We're sitting here with the one, the only... The cousin, Jamison Midgley.
0: Hey, guys. <laughs> Once again, I'm not blood-related to any of you.
1: We are taking over Chris's life. <laughs> but yeah, funny thing sweet. is, actually, Jamo is more related to Jake and Scott than... The, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just a dumb
0: old joke. <clears throat> um, so, uh, Jamo, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're here?
4: Um, well, I'm here because I got invited, obviously. So uh, I didn't just show up. Kind of, of a big, of big deal. I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, long-time <laughs> listener, first-time participant, so...
2: Um, <laughs> Thanks for letting me listen to that. That's not that entirely I true. You have true.
4: people yeah, that call in and That's true. Out. That's true. We we were working on some other things, but it uh, hasn't worked out. But I am the cousin to Scott and Jake and Troy. Um, we're all Mendenhalls by blood. Please nice come back. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. And uh, uh, j is like probably the coolest, handsomest guy in the world.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's impossible not to like him. So that's we why we're on a meeting there. where you can't see me. I would just take over the screen, obviously. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm,
2: The camera mm-hmm. would just be on you. There's Have four you guys, guys with here? faces for radio.
0: Have you ever seen that YouTube show where there's one guy that's famous and he's in a boy band? And they take a picture of the whole boy band and they're like, can you two move? <laughs> a little you know. more. A little more. <laughs> a little more. <laughs> and
1: then there would just be JMO in the middle. Usually
2: we yeah. talk about how. That was Justin Timberlake.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: right, C. exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Usually Everyone we talk about lives. how hot
1: Scott is And how he puts us to shame And then J-Mo comes here And yeah. be all, all of our faces Now and like a love sh- sh- <laughs> like us <laughs>
4: <laughs> Why don't you Finally shave I your figured. beard But I am a beardless schlub So you guys got That's all that true. on me so.
2: It's true I did shave my beard Before I went from my uh, from under the knife So now I'm kind of growing it back and Why did you do that? Like, itchy, itchy, itchy Dude, they asked me to They said you gotta shave your beard So, But why? doctor says I, it. I love the nice, pictures buddy.
0: that he posted after, because everyone was like, Jake, you look so handsome. And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs>
5: Come
4: on. Dude, I, I look I like that. a teletubby. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a boobah.
2: <laughs> that before and Seriously. after picture was great. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a boobah? That's what I looked like. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the teletubian. It looks drop. like your fate. Your head's just going to sink straight into your body. It was the like worst. like a gumdrop with arms and legs. <laughs> 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 look, 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 a with her. well look at the pot calling the kettle fat Thanks a lot, bro. i love you Jeez. turn off your phone we're recording a podcast super we're loud. like 40 episodes into this thing each other, <laughs> all right getting too lex so, how's everybody doing man yeah how, how, what, how are you guys doing uh, I mean, I would ask what what you've been up to, but uh, a couple of you have been having babies and not, well, yeah, having babies, not making babies. Sorry. Well. Um, well. Which means, you
3: haven't <laughs> been, which means you haven't been sleeping either way.
0: Right. I'm very sleep deprived. I don't know about you, Scott.
3: Yeah. I mean, um, ours. She's a lot better than the previous two, but yeah, there, there's no there's no getting around. Like that You're gonna be sleep-deprived.
1: We have a recorded proof of you saying that you like this daughter better, this child better than the other two. I know, huh? I kind of do. <laughs>
0: so
3: far. So far. She's great. She's been great her whole life. Literally, the, the hardest part is the other two kids.
0: <laughs> I know. When uh, we had our baby, a uh, little boy, his name's Leo, and my mom, or my wife's mom, took the kids for like a couple of days. And then she brought them back, and I was like, you guys have to leave. You just have to, you have to go back. I'm sorry, it's, dude. It was rough.
3: It's and it's not even that they they just are so excited about having a yeah. having a little sister. It's like calm down, you turn it down, stop <laughs> jumping on the couch that she's laying on. So,
0: uh, what have you been able to to do for yourself?
3: So, I, I uh, Trish and I watched the the latest Keanu Reeves movie, um, John Wick. No, the. Always be my maybe or something, whatever. Bill mm.
1: <laughs> and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No,
3: it's a it's a chick flick on Netflix. <laughs> it's called Isn't Always it? Be My What? Always Be My. Or, I heard it. No, I actually it's, heard it's pretty good. It, it, it's, Is that a it's, Mariah Carey song? All, no, it's not. Always. It's a uh, Never.
2: No. no. it's got the uh, the it's, dude it's, that it's was the in the interview. the The Asian dude that was in the interview. He was uh, Kim Jong like, Un.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I and can... he's in Fresh Off the Boat.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's got that guy. I think he's that's a little racist. He's an Ant Man. Yes, he's that's an where Ant-Man.
3: I'm really <laughs> from. Well, uh, Keanu Reeves is in it, and he is hilarious. He Keanu plays himself. He plays himself. Always my is, maybe. It, he is seriously so funny.
0: I, I love the the bromance everybody has on Keanu Reeves now. Mm-hmm. Like he makes the dumbest jokes, and people <laughs> think it's adorable.
3: There's actually a, this really big meme uh, from him in this movie where he's walking. Have you seen it? Like he has a really douchey glasses on, and he's like walking into like a club or whatever. And they play it to different music. Uh uh-uh. uh And he's like doing like the, the um, finger guns and stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, it's it's hilarious. It's pretty funny. Um, if
0: you see his one interview that he had for John Wick? They're like, "How do you manage to say so down to earth?" He's like, "Well, you know, gravity."
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, uh, Dad joke. Speaking, speaking of Keanu Reeves <clears throat> movies. He was the other in night speed. yeah I, <laughs> Speedy, man. I uh, but he wasn't in speed too um, which which is a damn shame but uh, no I was I've been living at my parents house I moved into my parents house before the surgery so I wouldn't make my roommate be my nurse um, but my sister and brother-in-law also live at mom and dad's house so Scotty and I's brother-in-law what's up Josh he uh, has a list of movies he hasn't seen. Before and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was on that list, so we watched that movie the other <laughs> night. I was so happy that it wasn't on, that it was on his list because it meant I got to watch yeah. Bill and Ted. He, he, an yeah. he became <laughs> an American. Yeah, you killed my best friend, you medieval butthead. Oh, uh, You killed. Dickweed? You killed Ted. You medieval Dickweeds! <laughs> Bro, I fell out of my armor when I hit the bomb. <laughs> when I Hit the
5: floor. I fell out of my armor.
2: Seriously, <laughs> the, oh. the one-liners, and then I felt bad for Josh because me and. Dad and my sister just, quoted everything. You guys are like, the worst. Right as the quote was happening, we were just. You guys we're the laughing worst. the whole time.
0: That would not be fun to watch a movie. Oh, like that. it was But the, it is with, when everyone has seen it. It's the oh, best. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Oh my gosh, I love that. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The the what number are we thinking right now? Sixty nine, <laughs> dudes.
0: Do we Whoa. do we dare talk about Bill and Ted Three? Did you guys see the?
2: what has been released about it. The, there's I've heard be Their daughters. Yeah, it's going it? to be
0: starring their daughters, and they mm-hmm. look just like Bill Did, and Ted.
2: Dude, I laughed so hard at that picture because <laughs> they look just like them. I don't and know. the picture, and like the the clothes. Anyway, they just looked just like a millennial version of Bill and Ted. Yeah, I thought it was funny.
0: I don't know. I'm kind of bummed out about it. Why? Because I just want to watch what I want to watch a movie with them.
3: Yeah, but, not not passing the torch. You want them. Yeah. And even if it was
0: their sons, I wouldn't want to see that anyway. I want to see Bill and Ted. Like, I'm I don't sure
2: there'll to... be plenty. Of
0: Bill well, and I mean, Ted. the movie's called Bill and Ted, so I'm hoping that it's them. Right. But the, from what I've read, it's like, no, it's a daughter story now. And they're just going to be hmm. around.
3: Yeah, didn't they try that with Dumb and Dumber?
4: <clears throat> yeah. And it did yeah, not. Dumb and Dumber-er. Right? Well, no, because it, it wasn't the no, kids. It was like a prequel of Oh, yeah. But it was still like different movie. actors and it so like a
3: younger version of Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't like it. Oh. I'm, I'm kind of worried because I was super excited for it.
2: Oh, well, I'm uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of Bill and Ted. In there. there better be, and there better be George Carlin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That that is, Rufus! Hands. That is insensitive. Like, too soon, man. <laughs> too soon. Sorry. Sorry about
2: that. <clears throat> I think George Carlin... That was we funny. should do I, Dan he Carlin. He would have thought that was funny. <laughs> 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 it's totally a sense of humor. It's just
1: Shout out to Dan Carlin. I know he listens. Long time listener. <laughs> Wait, <why Dan? laughs> Sorry, I had to pull a Reese there. And shout out super famous people. Super popular people.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, well, I think it's hilarious that we're still throwing shade at Reese. <laughs> he hasn't been here forever. <laughs> What's well, up, Reese? Love you, buddy. He has he has jokes
1: that will live on forever. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, so you guys had a bunch of uh, life changing events, and uh, I actually kind of did too.
3: Tell me more.
1: Let's hear it. Should I? Yeah. Let's hear it, shall <laughs> we? <laughs> so, um, it's kind of been a, a sort of a joke in this podcast that that I'm deaf in one ear. I should say I'm deaf in one ear, and that's been a joke on the podcast. You guys make fun of me relentlessly for it. Huh? Jerks. Huh? What? what? Anyway, um so I went to go um I've I've had my hearing check before. I've t- I've talked to doctors and they've always told me there's nothing they can do about it. It's gonna be deaf forever, but I decided to see what other options there were. And they have um hearing aids that can help transfer sound from one side of your head to another to the your good ear, basically from your bad ear to another. And And that's like via Bluetooth <clears throat> technologies. Mm-hmm. Yep, and as Chris so eloquently put it, <clears throat> I am basically a cyborg. <laughs> wow, mm-hmm. using technology wow. <laughs> to make myself better. Yeah, and uh, no, seriously, guys, it's it's pretty it's pretty life changing. Like, I know that we all, like, you guys, have all can hear out of both your ears, and like your senses are fine and everything. But like, to not be able to hear out of that ear, and then to just like for 30, 32 years that's what you're used to. And then to be able to actually like finally hear, it's pretty overwhelming.
3: Like was it did you record it and post it on YouTube? Did <clears> you I didn't post of... it
1: on YouTube, but my but my Mara did record it. So oh. you should
3: oh, post like it on the YouTube. first time put yeah, it
1: on.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Did, did you tear up? Uh, I got that, emotional.
0: What's but that like, I tear YouTube up. video? Like the first time they saw because they were colorblind or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they'll <Yeah>. <laughs> put on those glasses <laughs> and then like with with, H3 with H3
3: Logan H3 Paul. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all fake.
2: Anyway, so, yeah. Not to say that to you. Dude, that's really cool, though. Awesome. I mean, it's super cool to... We live in the future. like The future is now. Yeah. There's so many cool things that I, you, you take for granted, that I take for granted. And I, I think I've mentioned it before. That I moved into a place a few about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. And I remember I paid my first and last month's rent through Venmo. And I signed the contract on, on, on my phone. And I was just like sitting there going, I can do like, I didn't have to meet the guy, meet up with the guy to do any of this. I could do it from my phone.
1: You'd have to give a card over the phone. or anything I didn't
2: yet. have to do any of that stuff. And I just remember thinking it's way too easy for one, <laughs> like way too easy for an 18 year old to just ruin their life. Oh yeah. Uh, for one, but for two, like I was, I wasn't 18 at the time, I was 30 years old and I was making, uh, and I was able to do the, I was like, man. Well, it's
3: because you remember transferring from, like, checks and cash to cards. Yeah. Like, right. cards getting big, yeah. you know,
2: mm-hmm. debit cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nuts. We live in the future and it's really, really
3: cool.
0: Dude, um, To bring it back to uh, Troy told me that he was going to get his, his hearing aid and I was like oh, that's kind of cool, man. <laughs> and then he texted me the day before, he was like, dude, I'm shaking I'm so excited. And I was like Thinking, like, about what? What are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> well, <laughs> I like, don't like to make, making me sound like a huge a hole here, but I was like, I didn't remember. But to him, it was like the biggest thing ever. And
1: I was like, I can see that because you're yeah. like, you said, we can all hear Your it entire
2: life, it. you haven't been able mm-hmm. to, right?
1: I, I don't know how, I don't know what to like, how else better to describe it other than that. But like, uh, just yeah,
3: well, yeah, it's crazy that like it is a, a, a good joke that that you're a cyborg but literally you're a cyborg I am
1: yeah That's so what I can literally. tap into the interwebs you literally in said brain. that no actually what's funny speaking of that so I went over to Chris's house to uh, drop off a chair that he had he had bought anyway I helped him deliver it whatever uh, and I was there and I had just gotten my hair cut right but I like gesture to my ears. like you looks is? good, thank you. And he's like, I was like, check out my, check this out. Gesture to my he ears. Goes, hey, look. And, and he's like, oh, hey, nice haircut, man. I and said, I, was like, I said the
4: They <laughs> like, Yeah, it's a tight fade. <laughs> is that a lightning bolt? Oh.
1: <laughs> and I was like, no, dude. And I took out the hearing aids and stuff. And he was like, but yeah, you can't even see him. Like, it's awesome. I didn't notice him. I didn't him. notice. it yeah. until you, the wire out. pulled out of your ear. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> creepy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you took the babble fish out of your ear.
0: It was like the first thing he had to do. He's like, guys, look.
1: You ripped the thing out. You got it?
2: Yeah. Good. Hitchhiker's guide. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad someone got my reference. Mm-hmm.
1: So now when you guys make fun of me, I'll at least be able to hear it.
2: <laughs> Dang. It. Sh- Shall Dang. we get into it? Yeah, what's uh what's today's episode about? We are doing the best, and this is the reason why Jamel's here, the best Game of Thrones death. Oh yeah. Of all eight seasons. Now that we, now that all eight seasons are finished, we're gonna talk about the best death in Game of Thrones and I I have
3: to be the living meme that has to say I haven't seen Game of Thrones Scotty Scotty hasn't
2: watched it we're doing an entire
1: spoiler filled episode on Game of Thrones and Scotty hasn't seen it so I'll
2: be I'll be in and out (laughs) Um, but uh, we all we all have we all have a runner up and goat, right yes okay
1: I'm sure there's gonna be some some like the, crossover, oh, they'll crossover. Definitely be overlap. crossover i'm sure sure
2: uh yeah we this is
0: like the first time we didn't discuss beforehand what our picks were that's
2: true so we're probably gonna have some some overlap so that the gasps are gonna be real <laughs> but uh um, son of a bitch <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> but uh this is uh this has been a long time coming i know we're the 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 aid season has ended a little bit ago already um we're going to. Act, we, we'll we
0: would have had this out last week. if They we weren't <laughs> popping out kids and having surgery and stuff. That's true.
2: Uh, but we're excited to get into this because I, uh, Game of Thrones, it's one of those shows. It, it, I mean, it was famous for breaking mold, breaking the mold of like, because because everybody watched the show and and I mean, if you had watched the books, it was already spoiled for you. But watching the show without having read the books, you have this. Um, Uh, formula that these shows follow and Ned Stark was the man right he was the dude he was gonna be the guy. He was gonna be the savior, the guy that was gonna come through and be. He was the good, big good guy, and then you were gonna see who was who was gonna be the big bad guy that was gonna ru- ruin things, and and then at the on that at, see episode nine of that first season, Ned Stark gets beheaded, and it's a, and it was such a like. Wait, is this your pick? No, no, no. no. I'm oh, just okay. saying. I'm just. I, I'm kind of laying the groundwork here yeah, painting it, a picture also, uh, set a also massive
1: spoilers is, from this point on oh,
3: absolutely.
2: <laughs> exactly. yeah. well, that's, that's the name of the game it's <laughs>
1: yeah. it so, set, it set a tone that nobody is
0: safe if you plan on watching the show I know there's still a few of you out there who've come up to me and said should I watch the show my answer has always been yes it's always been yes absolutely, absolutely. but uh, don't watch it with your mom <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um,
2: be careful with your wife well, keep like
0: with your mom. keep fast forward, like keep your thumb on fast forward, right. but then you're gonna miss important dialogue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but but yeah, massive it's, spoilers from this point on.
2: Right. So Ned gets his head chopped off, and it was this big, this giant <coughs> moment where you were everyone just realized, holy smokes, you're not safe. No Nobody's one's safe. safe. There's there's no, because there's so many. Uh, how many movies do you watch where you're like, okay. The good guy is in peril, but how much peril is he actually in? Well, well and that's... Armor. It, it and, set the precedent for sure. But, and then the mm-hmm. the next four seasons is just like, Mayhem. oh, no, everyone's dying. There, there's no one is going. Um, so we're going to talk about the best. We're going to talk about the best one or our favorite one? Both. Those are two different things. Both.
0: both. Let's okay, talk about both. so the way the way I'm doing it Gosh. is, my favorite, favorite yeah. is my goat, and the best is my runner up. That's that's how I'm personally. I have doing it, it opposite. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and start. Well, before we start, did you guys? Because we're doing full spoilers here, should we do like a quick recap of what we thought of the like the last ending the of the last show? season? Or should we... Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. I, mean, I know people want to hear it. They've been asking.
2: Yeah, that's true. I've had a few people ask us about it. I think we're going to do a full episode right. where we'll go over the whole series, uh, or at least season eight. Um, but in quick fire mode, mm-hmm. I think... All uh, of us were disappointed. Sh- starting Duh. starting middle of season four, <clears throat> the show started taking dip, taking a dip. and I still like
4: five. I think 4 I, actually might be my favorite season to be yeah, honest. But. Yeah. Well, oh, that, I thought you meant episode 4.
2: No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Starting in the middle no, of season like, yep, 4. Yep, yep. That's when um that's when they started running out of book. But about, season
0: 6 was so
5: good.
2: Season 6 was pretty great. It's, and there wasn't there it didn't stop having good episodes. Um but it just it just felt like the that plot armor started taking hold. Season mm-hmm. six, season seven, season eight. Especially. Some of that some of that <laughs> plot armor started taking hold, and it was like you're kind of undermining
0: everything you just built. Everything up. you built. Everything up. we just said doesn't mm-hmm. apply to the last
2: two seasons. To the last right. two seasons, two and a half seasons. <gasps> and it's like
0: just, and like we we all get like because we all watched it. And we know that every single person involved in that show was probably sick of it, including the two head writers. whatever they call them? D and D. But they even said, like, yeah, we're ready to move on. The double it, Ds. HBO, HBO, and George Martin both said, "Take as much time as you need. Take as much time as you want. How many episodes?" And they're both like, "Yeah, we'll just do it in six. We'll just knock this out and get it out of
4: here." And it and it showed. Yep. Absolutely. Jmo, you there's... said it. You worded it best. I'll let yeah. you. Um. I, I think seasons one through five I still't really like five are probably my favorite television of all time right personally um, but after that you started going from event happened because of event mm-hmm. you you started going event happens and then you I, I feel like you got no no uh, depth to anything so it, it felt like I was reading the, the spark notes or the cliff notes version of a story like it felt like an, like a 10th grader who's late for his book report gets on a gets on reads the spark notes and you know sends out something that you're like alright well you kinda know what's going on and you get why you wanna where you're going but
3: so all the plot points are hit but, uh, all, but all the poor so should, exactly. So points exactly bullet points it's
4: bullet a shallow turning a book report and bullet points they, they walked in the kiddie pool and they were swimming in the deep end the whole time
2: I uh I had a conversation with one of my uh, pretentious film school friends about this season eight and what, what's been going on here. What's up, Meryl? Uh, he, he put I was a, just about to say, what's up, Meryl? <laughs> I knew exactly we had a, what you were talking about. We had, a, we had a discussion about this, and he made a good point that at the end, it felt like they were writing two plot points. Rather than letting the characters following the characters through the story they were writing to the plot point so that they can write to the so next plot point so lives. that they can write to the next plot point so mm-hmm. that they can finish the story and plot. that's what it felt like through the last two seasons rather than the first five seasons like you're saying we're so where you're following immersed. the characters through the story and it was such a uh, such an immense story and you and the characters were like your guides through the world of Westeros mm-hmm. and Essos I thought it was that it, it was so it's so interesting how the show ended up being two shows split right down about season six mm-hmm. uh, being mm-hmm. it, it different kind of shows. Sucked, dude like i know it, it's kind of de- depressing
0: there was like there was this inconsistent writing there was like character betrayals like the way they were portrayed <laughs> so the smartest character in the book all of a sudden became the dumbest the nicest became but, the meanest the
4: political drama was the best part <clears throat> exactly. of, of oh, what yeah. was leading up to it. It was it wasn't if you think about it when you have the battles like when Rob Stark was when he sent his little fake army and did that that trap around the Lannister army, you didn't see any of the battles. You saw the aftermath of the battles, but you know what's going on and it still hits home. Because of the character development, you see how it affects other people, not the battle itself. But even the battles that you did
1: see, like uh, <clears throat> like the Battle of the Bastards, you know, when uh, when when Jon Snow and and his his group are basically beaten down and he's going to die, and then you have those horses just like plow through the line mm-hmm. of the Boltons was just. I mean, even the battles that you did see were great. Like, but also to your point, like right. But they, it wasn't about the battles, I guess, earlier. right? I guess mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is like they were doing so much good, like so much well, and then it just kind of like
0: Fell and apart. the interesting yeah. too is because that's around season six and season season five and six and to me are the my favorites, mm-hmm. but that was a little bit after the book. But from right. what from what I've heard, rumors is that that's stuff that George has written already, right? And th- they were able to use that as and George source. was still helping. Like my my favorite episode is Hard Home. Hardhome's great. Hardhome, so and that good. that hasn't happened. That didn't happen at all in the books. No, nope. mm-hmm. it so might not even happen at all. But
1: I, I heard something interesting, and correct me if I'm th- wrong. But I heard that the uh, the writers, so <coughs> D and D, because I can't remember their names. Double D's, David Benioff and <laughs> DB Weiss. Yeah. Okay, Weiss. so that they the only reason why uh, George R. R Martin was able to like let them write the story is because they they were able to adequately. Uh, guess or predict who Jon Snow's mother was. Yeah.
0: To, to prove right. they were
1: fans. So yeah, to prove they were fans, to prove that they were following the Lord, to prove that they were... So I guess I would say like if there's anybody even if you're disappointed with how it was, how it ended, if there's anybody that could be true to the story itself, this is where my opinion on episode 8 or season 8, sorry, uh, is kind of a little different for most people because there's a lot that I actually liked about it. No. I recognize that there was some problems. I recognize that like we said, that was written from plot point to plot point. I recognize it was, it was, I think that season eight could have easily been two seasons. Right. Right, Yeah. Like if they just didn't have to stretch it out, but there was Uh so much there, like even just talking about the, the night King and get delving into who he was and his motivations and stuff. And then all of a sudden he just is dead. Right. But, um,
0: like a fart in the wind.
1: (laughs) The point I was trying to make and, and everybody was, everybody was pissed off about, uh, Daenerys, uh, destroying, King's Landing and going nuts with the dragon. That didn't bother me. It did. Well, and and the thing is...
2: is how I saw it going from... Because you were paying attention to... Like,
1: like, so Mara and I started watching season one again. They had been telling us since the beginning that this is what she was going to do. This is... This is where she was at. Like this is, she had the bloodline. They were the, the They said the whole thing about flipping a coin, and they one of them is mad, or 50-50 that they turn out, end up being mad. There was the whole thing when they were in. Uh, I believe it was Carth, uh, when she was in with the warlocks, or whatever, and they showed her the the Iron Throne, and you saw it looked like snow. Mm-hmm. It wasn't snow. It was ash. It Was ash. They no. were predicting. They were showing it right from the beginning that that was, what was that's what was going to happen. I, I, she was going to be. I think was bringing, was be a brutal thing, bringing
2: a dragon to the gates of King's Landing. You know, you were always back. going to have exactly. Death. Methodist. No,
4: I, I I agree with you. Um, my problem is is that I feel like I saw where they were going. It's not a critique of where the story was going. Mm-hmm. It's a critique of how they wrote it. Yes, yep. when I agree. G- with and and because when you see Danny at the gates. And I think him. that's why Martin's. They been all of riding. a sudden teleported King's Landing to the middle of the desert. Uh, yeah, even though it's been sure. like <laughs> on the beach the whole time. But she's she's standing at the gates and she's sitting there. She has the battle. It just made no sense with the writing that she had the battle completely won. You know why she was pissed? Because she hates sand. Exactly. So that's why she was. There. She was like, "We ain't Dorn. What are we doing here?" <laughs> no,
1: but in the, in the making of though, and it was they they talked about. It. They said that she looked on King's Landing and realized this was the the city that her family built. This this is this is, this
4: is their stronghold. And then how dare somebody else? Take that from well that. And, this hold on when you saw that that's that's after the episode right yeah. if that's what they were going for write that that's no, my agree. problem yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. my problem with it is they didn't they if they have to sit after and explain to you her motivations you didn't <laughs> tell the story properly you're right yep that's, but
0: yeah, no one has a problem with the way that the like her her heel turn I, I Jake and I have almost been butting heads about this because I was like, I don't like her anymore. I used to like her, mm-hmm. but I don't like her anymore because I saw her turning evil. But then this season she turned into Anakin Skywalker and started slaying <laughs> younglings. Right. Like that. Just like that. It was the executed so poorly.
2: However, uh to Troy's point and trying to put doing a little devil's advocate here. Um, I think that the season seven, season eight are not bad. Right. They just didn't live up to what was established. Right. Yeah, they, they set, set their own rules. They set their own rules and they, they, they didn't, follow, it. And they didn't well, follow them. Every, like- so it was a letdown. It was a letdown because they, they brought you up to here and then they took you down to here. So they brought you up to absolutely incredible and then took you down to great. Here's, here's the thing.
1: I'm going to bring it full circle. We talked about how it was uh, Cliff Notes, how it was just bullet points, right? The I don't think any of us disagree that the bullet points were, were terrible per se. No. It was how they got to those bullet points. Right. And so I think that if you would have actually they told teleported. the story between the, t- the bullet points, we would have had <laughs> that's exactly have what what an amazing season mm-hmm. seven, season eight. We probably would have had a great even... Season 8 probably would have had to be two seasons and would have a great season 9. Whatever. I mean, whatever they wanted to do.
0: But if they would have actually Did you guys see Aaron Rodgers' interview about the game, about the last season?
2: Because he was in it. He he was.
0: But he was like, I think they got a little distracted with Star Wars and they just did not care anymore. I think that's 100% (laughs) true. Because they're they're working on the trilogy now.
2: Yeah.
4: I so, hope well, it's rated R if it's, oh, <laughs> glorious. <laughs> rated R Star Wars? That's so we belong.
2: did what I was hoping not to do, <laughs> which was get into a deep dive on season eight. Uh, it's, um, hard, it's hard not to. That's yeah, a, it's it's hard not to. But shall we start with uh Scott, do you,
0: do you have picks from the books, or are you just going to...
3: Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, I did read two and a half books. I got halfway through the book three. So... Because there's there's deaths the,
4: that we could be saying that might not even happen. Oh, absolutely. And like, I'm coming to this. I've never read a book. I've I've only watched the show.
3: See, so. and I read the books. It was like three or four years ago. And so I I'm, I'm like trying to think what was the I was trying to think like what was going on politically and like between relationships when that happened. And anyway, I'll 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 give my input. I'm not gonna. I don't have like a okay.
0: A
2: best okay. Well, uh, so, ladies first, JMO. Let's hear it.
4: So this is my runner-up. Is that because you either have a beard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll go JMO. We'll do Jake. Yeah. We'll go. we let Scott go last. My twenty chin hairs are <laughs> saying something different. <laughs> All right. Um, I had a hard time picking deaths because I there's easily over probably over 150 deaths. All like right. like legitimate like uh, character death that you see. So and I think that's one, one, one thing that makes this show well, great. Well, in the last. Second to last episode, there was like a thousand deaths. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Those were my favorite. But pretty wow. much people that have names or people. Yeah. They, but anyways, so it was hard to narrow it down. But uh, I think I'm going to go with my runner up. And this one, for some reason, it just... Got to me because of the pure innocence of this death, and it was oh, Shireen. God damn Barathian. it, that's
0: my goat. Oh, oh my Is God. it? Yeah, that's my goat. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my goat. Uh, that that's was, my runner up. That seriously? Yeah, that's my goat because that was the first time in the show that I almost cried. When uh, I just sorry
4: you 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 you, you no do, that's you all, you first okay. It. It's your goat. I'll give a little bit of spiel on it, but <clears throat> it's. She's so innocent. She's got this gray scale that she she contracted a, a while ago but got cured of it, but she's locked away like a little princess in a dungeon. Um and it seems like no one cares for her mother. The the whole time doesn't care for her at all. Um so seems Elise like
2: a, is might be the worst character. She what, Oh, like, absolutely. She's up there with with R- with uh, Cersei and Ramsey and Cersei, and he, she is the worst, she is awful,
0: or like uh, Catelyn's sister. What's what's that lady's oh name? Oh
2: my god, or uh, Professor uh, Umbridge,
4: uh huh. Umbridge, <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, anyways, Darth Sidious,
4: Jeez. Darth Sidious making a comeback, too. <laughs> um, anyways, she. Has nothing going for her. You see a budding friendship with her and uh, Sir Davil Seaworth, who might be the most likable character in the whole show. The he's, a, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's she's teaching him how to read. He's <coughs> she's just so pure, innocent, and to see this stupid red witch that comes in and tries to burn her at the stake to get some stupid god to give Stan Stanis. Mm-hmm. His uh, his day on the throne, and it completely blows back in their face. They lose all their wars. Uh, they thought that this would be some sort of.
2: Oh and my gosh, the emotions of that moment ugh, are coming back. And in... I'm like getting goosebumps thinking about it
0: because she is pure innocence. That was the first time in that and th- that show is morbid, but I never felt sicker in my stomach. Absolutely, because she was like they they were explaining to her like fire, like the fire hurts, like hold your hand over it for a second, see how much it hurts. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do to this little girl. And like the, 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 actress was screaming and everyone was just watching and then the mom didn't know. Right. Cause she wasn't there for
4: it.
2: No, I, I think she, I think the mom is the one that set it up.
4: Yeah. And then at the last moment, at she the had last a, moment, the she, mom was like, right, no, 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 that's, no. Right, that's right. But Who cares? Throw her in the fire too. Didn't she
1: end up killing herself?
4: Yeah. Yeah. She killed herself. She she ended up
1: killing
0: herself. And then, like like you said, it was for nothing. Absolutely. And and, and in the book, they talk about omens all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, look, there's a comet in the sky. That's a good omen, Lord Stannis. And then Joffrey sees the comet. He's like, oh, that's a good omen for us. So it's kind of poking fun of people who look at these things and go, oh, it's good omens for us. Let's go fight this war now. So they burn a child for no reason to give themselves a boost in the in the fight and then they just get decimated absolutely and, oh dude that, that's why it, it was my goat
4: because that one elicited the most emotion from oh, me it just it breaks your heart because she is absolutely pure and, and I actually liked in season 8 when they kind of threw it back when they're at Winterfell <laughs> and Ser Davos has that little girl who wants to fight but he tells her to go you know protect the Crips mm-hmm. and it, it kind of felt like between it was like a, a nice little Call back to Shereen there, but it was just
2: uh, heart wrenching. Seriously, the That's emotions of that one were sure. rough. Okay, so I have like a tie between three of them, <laughs> okay. and I feel that. <laughs> um, but I think my favorite death was Ramsey. This is your runner up, runner up. Okay. favorite death mm. was Ramsey when Ramsey got it from his own hounds and. It was probably the most fitting death. Like. It was the most fitting. Absolutely. It was the most it was the most satisfying. Yeah. Like I remember watching Joffrey die <laughs> and it was a bunch of like twenty mid twenty year old people <laughs> sitting in an apartment, like cheering like we were watching a football <laughs> game, <laughs> watching a thirteen year old child die on the screen, like bleeding out of his face. Um, my
0: wife too, I saw it with her, she was like Oh good. <laughs> oh <Okay.
2: laughs> neat. Uh, and but that was not as satisfying as watching Ramsey get eaten by his own dogs. He, that his was face he eaten was, off. He was such. By okay, in my opinion, he is the worst character in the entire series. He is he by far is the most sadistic. The most sadistic. Absolutely. He's the worst character. And then, and when he had his mother-in-law or his stepmom and his brother stepbrother like eaten, brand new baby brand new baby eaten by the yeah. dogs yeah that was the only way ramsey could go mm-hmm. at that point was yeah. to be eaten by those dogs well and and
1: like you brought up uh, joffrey and everything and to kind of go back to that and talk about sansa because Sansa was treated terribly in, in King's Landing by the Lannisters, See? and then she escapes and she goes to the Boltons and she's treated uh, even, even worse. You know, and so it's like she's like at that point actually you're just like, constantly Sansa, Sansa by him. yeah, Sansa
2: can't catch a freaking break. But then she's the one that gets to sick the dogs mm-hmm. off that, that, that
1: smile on her
0: face, that monologue she gives too, where she's like, "I still hurt." I know I know you think I mean emotionally but I don't I mean physically inside mm. my body I still hurt That was I was like oh that's, that's, that's so
1: That was one of the hard the, to hear mm-hmm. the character <laughs> progressions of the show with <laughs> Sansa um where you start from season 1 where she's just this Petulant little child, you want to slap her. Yeah, to the point where she, her, in the end, she's the her, queen of the north.
2: Because and cause she, she had the opposite of a heel turn, right? She yeah. had the face turn, where she was the worst person. Yeah, she was the worst character on the show, and then turned into one of the biggest badasses. Yeah,
1: and but like she earned it. That's she, the thing, and she earned and, it exactly. And that's, that's what I wanted to point out. Is, that, is anyways that she earned it because like everything that she went through was like, of course the person, the one person that was the most qualified to rule the North would be Sansa. But going back to Ramsey Bolton,
2: like it
1: was because of him. That was a
2: great, but that was a great moment for her. Yes. That was a great moment for her to, to have that moment to say like Ramsey, I'm the one that's Mm going to kill you. I'm the one that's going to, to end your life. Um, And my other one that I was debating, and I'm not going to say it because because it might be someone else's. Is another one of her big moments in the show. Is it in that um,
0: moment, John's about to kill Ramsay, but then he does. Yeah, but he sees. He, he looks it. up he and sees
2: Sansa, Sansa and, and like,
4: just knows. Yeah, just knows that this is her, her kill.
2: And then it was immediately followed by one of the most. Like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Amazing moments in the show when they put down the banners of Winterfell and they put oh, down yeah, the, the Stark yeah. banners, but they but it was the white background mm-hmm. with the black wolf on it. Oh. So it's like this bastard. Oh my gosh, that was, was the great. most amazing. Yeah. That
0: that felt like uh, like winning your like. I can't even think of an example. Yeah, seriously, winning they, Super Bowl at home after you lost it there, it, right? When, five years in a row or something. When,
2: when they when they dropped those banners, I like jumped up and screamed. Mm-hmm, it like was if BYU such... ever beat Utah again. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but like, if, I don't care anymore. <laughs> if if it'll happen again, but that was such a that that, that moment was so amazing. So that was my uh, oh, sh- that's my favorite. My
4: that is a good. My runner up.
2: Okay,
1: so my runner pick up. A new runner up now, or no? You got to pick a new goat. Do I? Well, Can't you, you don't, don't have to, to?
0: But so let's just say that my we can use either or of one of mine because my yeah. because I, I my runner up I think is the best and most important death in the whole show and I'll I'll try mm. to explain why. But my runner up for uh, death is Tywin Lannister. <laughs> That's a good one. That yeah. was
2: that was one of the three that yeah. I was that I was. Mm.
0: And the reason why is Charles Dance, who plays Tywin, might have been the best casted person in awesome. that entire show. Yeah, absolutely. Tywin Lannister was the actual king of Westeros. Uh, the, the true power. Just, just not in name, but the true power of Westeros. And when he died, everything changed. Mm-hmm. Like every single thing. Any 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 plans that they had in place. Anything. All the
2: marriage alliances. Yeah, it's exactly. Because all that did uh, what it did is it gave Cersei all the power it, and Cersei it, it didn't exas- have yes. Took the reins off of Cersei, mm-hmm. and and
0: Tywin is because Cersei, as powerful as she is, she was putty in Tywin's hand. Yep, the way like yeah. the, the and I've even watched YouTube videos kind of explaining like uh, for example, like just explaining his power. And for example, when when Joffrey mm-hmm. brings him in to talk to him and he's sitting up on his throne and he's looking down at Tywin and the camera shows Joffrey above him looking down at him and he's like yelling at him for some stupid decision that Tywin made and then Tywin walks up the throne to him and stands and stares down at him and the the perspective shifts again and Tywin's above him talking down to the king he's like the king's tired I think he should go take his nap now he's like I'm not tired I'm not (laughs) tired." (laughs) tired and then he tells
2: the guards Take the king back to his bedchamber. Exactly. And the guards do it. Yes. And they. It's the king's guard. And Tywin
0: even implies that I could kill you if I wanted to, but I'm not. And that's the only reason why you're sitting on this throne. Um, Crazy. And and he's a righteous bastard. He's a terrible person. He's a terrible person. Like uh, Tyrion's the one who kills him, his own son. And they they don't really go into this at all on the show, but in the books, Tyrion marries a woman. They, they fall in love with each other. And then Tywin convinces Tyrion that that was actually a prostitute that he hired. And um, she she never show, loved you. She never loved you. It was just a prostitute. In the show,
2: they talk about how she was a prostitute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in the book...
0: She's not. She's not. And the way that she died is it, every single guard has sex with her until she dies. Rapes her to death. They, she gets raped Yikes. to death. Yeah.
2: And Tywin tells him that she was a prostitute, but she wasn't. She was actually in love with Tyrion.
0: Yes rough and that's why Tyrion shoots him with a crossbow bolt and he doesn't on think the about toilet gold. yeah
2: and the and the greatest line in the show <laughs> turns out Tywin Lannister doesn't shit <laughs> gold cause he shoots so Scott he shoots him in the gut while he's sitting on the toilet and when he shoots him in the gut his bowels release okay.
0: and
4: that that has happened in the book too Tywin yeah but that is an absolute turning point for the entire series yeah very like right.
0: every everything changes after that and uh Dude Charles Dance was like the most probably the best, in my opinion, the best character in he that was, show. He was awesome. He was just terrible. He he's orchestrated I'm sure we're going to bring it up, but he orchestrated Ned's death with uh, Littlefinger, and he orchestrated the Red Wedding, and he had all these plans in place, and they were all him. And he made...
2: I don't... But he didn't want Ned to die. No. He orchestrated no. Ned going to the wall. That's right. To right. To getting Ned out of the way. That's right. He actually hated the fact that Ned died. Yes. That's, that's why it. he hated Joffrey. Yeah. Uh, and Littlefinger
0: is the one that got in Joffrey's ear telling him, you mm-hmm. think he's getting off a little early. Or easily. Easy. Yeah. But that's, that's not what we're talking about. But nope. still... Uh, Tywin I think is the my my runner ups but it's probably the most important death in that whole show because everything changed after that it was just the wrench that he threw right in the middle of it and it was so amazing too because you're like okay this is where they're going with this and I can see where they're going here and then no nope, never mind we're just changing that all now because yep. Tyrion just White killed him sleigh. it was amazing it's Great. he's a good
1: death for sure Okay, try. Ah, uh, so okay runner so up. I apologize if this okay I don't know how to, how to come back to it. Because the, the reason why my death, the the death that I'm picking for my runner-up is so important and so good is because of a major death that happened before it. Mm-hmm. And the one that happened before it is the Red Wedding. So mm-hmm. I'm not picking that one. So if that's one of you guys' picks for Goat or whatever, we can go back to it. But, the, but so the Red Wedding, I was going to talk about it, but... That led up to the uh, the death of the entire freaking house of Frey from Arya. Ooh, yeah, that's my runner up. That was a that pretty one, satisfying oh, Walder Frey. Walter Frey. I was going to call him Walter, but I knew it wasn't right. Walter. Walter. Walter but Walter and his whole freaking is an entire house, family. like his whole family. Arya well, the sons
2: wiped out. Yeah, an entire just genocide. An much. entire family. <laughs> an
1: entire house off the map. And we talked about people who deserved their deaths. That because afraid. they deserted because of the Red Wedding. And and like the Red Wedding was such a, a big turning point because everything was in the Stark's favor. Everything was gone. Then the Red Wedding
4: happened, and then it was like, oh, And Arya like was right outside the gates. She yeah, was there. When it happened. Yes. She was there. <clears throat> Watched the dire wolf get killed and everything.
1: So, uh, and, and there's there's so many reasons because you you really get to see – you've seen so many times Arya be a total badass – But then for her to, like, she, first she kills Walder Frey at the end of, at the end of the episode. And then the beginning of the next episode, she kills his entire family pretending to be him. And it was just, and then she delivers the line, tell them that winter has come for House Frey. (sighs) Oh, and, and seriously, Goosebumps, that line, I know that line is so incredible, but let me, let's talk a little bit about the lore behind that because it was, it was explained to me, uh, the lore because the term winter is coming was the, 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 the thing, the saying that the Starks used,
4: the house motto,
1: the house motto. It wasn't because like winter, like storm, like, like snow and all that stuff was coming. That was, that was just kind of like the face value part of it. Winter is coming was, was a sign, uh, signified the wrath of house Stark. So whenever, whenever this House Stark or the North conquered anybody, or whenever they they killed somebody, the saying was, "Winter has come for these guys." Right? Like winter, winter is coming. Winter has come. It's it it's more than just weather. It's it's the entire fury of the North and therefore uh, House Stark. So when. Um, when Arya got to deliver the line, "Winter has come for House Frey." It wasn't just so much like, "Oh, like, oh, that's such a bad line." That's a and nice it's line. It, the line has so much deeper lore that it's like, "No, House Stark came and killed you, mother." <laughs> 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 um, uh, so um, anyway, that's that's my runner Dude, up, so. and they,
0: that's cool. Arya established herself as such a psychotic, crazy <laughs> oh, yeah. in that moment too, and then like. She just like wasn't as cool in the next season. It was kind of a bummer. Yeah, like with her like mask of many faces, basically that she used once. Yeah, she used I know. once. Oh no.
2: And she kind of, she kind of went high-minded <clears throat> mm-hmm. with a lot of her stuff mm-hmm. after that. And it was like, because uh, because the expectation was she was gonna come in like a goddamn hurricane. Yeah, and just go nuts, tear and up. tear people apart. And then, but then she shows up. And then she goes, gets super high-minded, mm-hmm. and she's she's fine with killing, but it's very, but she's very just like, like aloof to it all, and yeah. it just it was like, oh, man, there's so much expectation.
1: But uh, and the other thing about that death is it happened <clears throat> so long after the Red Wedding, right. That you really never understood, like you never really thought back to House Frey and whether they were going to get their payback for what happened at the Red Wedding. Oh, and then they got that it. That was. We got awesome.
2: it in spades. It was great. Mm-hmm. That was glorious. Okay, Scott, tell us what you think. What do you mean? <laughs> which, your... which one's the best that we talked about? Um, just just based on what we talked. What so,
3: we like, it's funny. It's It's been so long since I read it. And anyway, I had a hard time following because I listened to it as an audiobook. Um, but the, the, the parts that I remember was Lannister, Tywin Lannister, and at least his relationship with Tyrion. Oh. Mm-hmm. Was uh, and then that death is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everything else hasn't happened <laughs> in the books. All the yeah. other yeah, deaths. I I don't think I read any of those deaths. So th- they sounded pretty cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: pretty cool. Should we jump into the goat then? Everybody's goat picks or okay. Yeah.
4: yeah. All Let's
2: right. Do it. KJ Mo. Okay, I'll start with my Get goat. Us with the goat.
4: I I picked this one, and I thought that someone. Probably would pick this as their go-to. I didn't know Shireen was. You kind of surprised me with your Shireen pick. It's a great one, but like, and I get why you did it, but I was right. But my favorite death by far, because it is the most frustrating death in the entire series, is Oberyn Martell. (laughs) And this death is so annoyingly frustrating because you're watching. I remember watching it the first time, and you are so stoked because you see this guy who is just. Kicking ass on this huge guy, supposed to be the scariest guy in all of Westeros, the mountain. Um, all this during a trial by combat, this this decides Tyrion's fate if he lives or dies. If and this
2: death doesn't happen, Tywin's death. Tywin's doesn't death happen. doesn't
4: happen. Um, but this, and and I think this is why season four is my favorite season, because <clears> that this is all it's so into the least amount of time passes in this season. I think it's so cool that intricacies of the characters but anyways you watch him dance around poking and stabbing the mountain he trying to get tywin lannister murdered her. and the mountain to admit that he killed that the mountain raped and killed his sister and daughters right and mm-hmm. the children and yep. the children and you want him to win so bad he's such he. uh who's the guy who played him what's his name i forget uh, I don't know, but he's in like Kingsman and stuff. He's in Kingsman. He's in Narcos. Yeah, he's a did, good actor. He did such a fantastic job. He was so likable um, as Oberyn. But you watch him dance around, poke and poke and poke, and he finally has the mountain down on the and ground. He gets caught monologue, and you and he, <laughs> you get caught monologuing. Trip, bam, eyes crushed through the back That's of his skull, cool. crushed, and it was a glorious death. It was amazing. And then the mountain drops dead right there. Also. Kinda, kind of. He <laughs> was mostly. Dead. He was mostly dead. Mostly. How are you nearly had to <laughs> <Too
5: blaze.
0: laughs> Nice Button in B L T. The the funny thing <laughs> too about that about that death in particular because there is a I remember the people getting the maddest online not as mad as they are now but mad about the the direction of the show was one when Ned died people mm-hmm. were like I can't believe HBO is trying to do shock value it's so stupid to killed the best character and they're like oh that's where the book was written right and the second one was <laughs> when Oberyn died mm-hmm. because that in itself was is a huge twist because they introduce this character. You don't really know much about him, but then you find out and you're like, Oh, he's a super competent warrior. He's going to kill the mountain. This guy's going to do it. They
2: always, they mentioned him. They mentioned him with the best fighters, the red Viper, right? In the books. Yeah. In the books, when they talk about the best fighters, they talk about, um, Jamie Lannister, Jamie Lannister. (laughs) They talk about Loras Tyrell and they talk about the, 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 the Viper. Viper. And those are the three people. They're the best fighters in all of Westeros. In the world. Yeah. Right? Like no, well, the Westeros. Yes. Well, because West. well,
1: he was from Easter, East, East, East Essos, right? No.
4: No, no, no. He's from. He's from Dorne. Dorne. Oh, Dorne. Dorne. Sorry. The so, only place that the Targaryens never conquer, by the way.
2: <laughs> so, he, so they talk about those three. That He's the best one. And then he finally shows up and lives up to the hype. And, uh.
4: and then the twist is he dies. Right. Like. Brutally, <laughs> brutally, in this so like pivotal moment for all the other, for other characters, you know, like I said, for and no, uh, nobody saw it coming. Everybody no. thought he was going to win,
0: Tyrion, because if he lost, because there's trial by combat, Tyrion would have lost. Tyrion would have been mm-hmm.
4: beheaded, right? Well, or, technically, he no, did lose. No, no, no. Tyrion
2: would have walked free. Yeah, no, the trial by yeah, combat, yeah, yeah, exactly. He
4: wins, he, he walks free. He loses, he dies. Right.
2: And then when he lost, it was like, oh, and
4: then he threw up.
2: <laughs> yeah, Tyrion's gonna die now. It, oh. I, I'll explain
4: why this is my favorite death because Pedro Pascal Pedro Pascal that's I was just about to say that I looked him up Pedro Pascal he's awesome does great work and everything he does um, but my what I love so much about this is I, I remember watching the first time and I had those like it, it's so grand you're like oh he's doing it he's doing he's doing it and then it's that oh my god he's dead you know <laughs> and then um, you rewatch it the second time and you almost get more upset rewatching it the second time because you're sitting there going like you stupid idiot you stupid stab him just, just stab, stab him. him in the throat multiple times <laughs> cut his head off and be done with it, 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 he, had it to, he had to toy with his prey it, it, he had to toy with it and it, it every time you watch it you get a different emotion about one death and it's, it's I funny just think it's such a glorious because
1: you, know you know that the mountain is basically dead right I mean they bring him back but like
4: they, in the books they don't though he's yeah, man they do. still does he is he back yeah. no. but but, john, but you know john strong, john strong is his name you know he's Chase, uh, you, told me wrong.
1: you know he's dead i mean there's there's been too many uh, stab wounds. uh what do they call them um Puncture wound? No, no, like that are basically fatal. There, there are too many fatal wounds. So now he's just playing with him, and then you, when when the when the the mountain grabs him, and you're just she like, and so, then I
2: did this. You're so screwed.
4: Oh. Oh. <laughs> just a different emotion.
1: It's such time. a
2: great. Seriously, when I was talking about my favorite deaths, it was either Oberyn, or. Or because of how crazy that death was, or Ramsey.
4: Also, you watched a guy's skull get crushed, and his
2: brains cool. just go.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, around. "I remember the headlines the next day: Is Game of
0: Thrones too
4: violent? <laughs> <laughs> Does Game of Thrones show too many titties?" <laughs> yes, during important dialogue scenes. I know. I remember I I skipped
0: the little finger like threesome scene, and I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. I miss, <laughs> I miss dialogue.
2: Um. Yeah. Okay. That's a good pick. Yeah. Okay. So going on to what Chris was saying, as far as, uh, pivoting the direction of the story, there are three deaths in the show that do that. There's, there's Ned Stark, that death changed the direction of the way the, the story went. There's uh Tywin, like Chris was saying, and there's the red wedding and that's mine is the red wedding. Mm. um, at the moment, um, I, I would say, so it's hard to argue Chris's as far as the greatest death because it was the last one that changed, that pivoted mm-hmm. the direction. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, the direction basically went straight that yeah, direction the entire way. Um, I, I guess until Daenerys. Once Daenerys until died. the very last episode. The very of- last yeah. episode. Daenerys' death really kind of put a 90 degree turn on the whole show. But... Um the Red Wedding, Rob Stark uh had fooled Tywin Lannister at the at the Battle of the Crossing or whatever. That's he nice. had he had beat the Lannisters. He he beat Jamie Lannister in the Whispering Wood. He captured Jamie Lannister. He had him uh prisoner. He was sending him north to the to Winterfell. Um so they had their key. Um the the Lannisters had the girl had the Stark girls. Starks had Jaime. uh He was marching south and he was laying waste. Mm-hmm. Every battle he fought, he was beating him. He was kicking ass. He was kicking ass and taking names. And then they, they, but the part of the cost was that he had to marry a Frey. Go to the Freys. He had already married a a, a nurse or whatever, and so he married a,
0: a Lannister. Rob did.
2: Rob did.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, she, she was, was helping the lot. She was from she, Essos, though. She she was one of their bannermen. She was yeah. Lannister bannermen. Yeah. Her family is. Yeah. She
2: worked for him, but yeah. So he married her, and then his uncle had to marry the Edmure, the Edmure Tully, mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. Lord of River Run. The, spineless they, wonder. They, they did him dirty. They did. Yeah, they that did was the price in that, that last episode. They did him dirty. Uncle, sit down. <laughs> sit down Uncle. Um, but then they go back. They He has the wedding. Uh, Rob realizes, oh, the girl he picked for me was actually a pretty lady. Like, damn, I kind of screwed up there. But...
4: Walder gives the side. eye. Like, eh? eh?
2: So, And then, then you hear the Reigns of Casimir start playing <clears throat> And it was like, oh, <laughs> and then, then they go full on just Tywin Lannister. Just sicko mode going, mm-hmm. stabbing the pregnant well, first, lady. Yeah. The, the first belly. death is Tal- Tal- Talisa? Talia,
4: Talia, Talisa? Talisa?
2: Talisa, Talisa, When he, when they're stabbing the girl and the pregnant lady in the stomach, Rob that, wife. That, mm-hmm. that was, that was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rob dies, gets, gets get pin cushion with all the, with all the bolts <laughs> and it was just they cut like his head off and put the they cut his head, head off and put the wolf's head on his and then catlin gets it and that moment changed because the north was winning there wasn't there was nothing else to it they were they were marching they were gaining power as they were going down they had the full force of winterfell and the river and the riverlands um, they had already beaten the westerlands they were all they had to do was convince uh, the Vale to, to to join with them. There was no one that was going to beat them. And they were going to win. He was going to take the girls back. He was going to go back to Winterfell. The North was going to be a separate kingdom. And that end mm-hmm. of story. It was, it was just not going <laughs> to... And then sharp left turn. That happens. It was such a, like, just... And it was... The first moment after Ned dying, that had the entire fan base losing their minds, mm-hmm. D- just going, "You've got to be kidding me!" There's no way they killed everyone there. Like, it, and it was that it was the first moment since then mm-hmm. um, that had that, it, and it was it was a cultural moment. Um, I don't know. It, I just I thought that was the greatest death. Which really was three big deaths. So I'm cheating. Mm-hmm.
1: Rob, but Caitlin, and Rob, uh,
2: Caitlin, and Rob's wife, Talisa, Talisa,
1: and and Rob's. Dog, child, the the yeah. baby, oh, the, baby. Life, yeah. the, the air, the baby you know, like, and the wolf and the dire
2: wolf. Like, yeah. What was
0: his wolf's name? Anybody remember?
4: Uh, Grey Wind or yeah, yeah something, something like, like that. that.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I I actually very. Is I, this your goat? I, no, it okay. was going to be my runner-up, but I picked but I picked the the payback for the Red Wedding instead. <laughs> but, um, but
2: speaking of that, yeah. the Red Wedding immediately after. Um, what's her name? Uh, Arya gets her fur, her. Like it's like her fourth kill in the show, but she kills the one guy who's talking about how he's the one that sewed the wolf's head to the mm. to the body, and she just jumps off the horse and goes and kills the guy, and that was her first kill that was in cold blood,
1: mm. that
2: was that was that was the her first step towards <coughs> becoming who she, who she was. was. Yeah. So, but that's that I, I cheated again by adding another one.
1: <laughs> I really really wanted to pick the red wedding because that that. That was probably one of the biggest shock factors. It had to um, mention watching that. Watching that scene, um, when Mar and I were watching it together, and we were just like, "I can't believe in one episode, in one scene, you had." those
4: major characters
0: and guys, it was almost so kind of like, boring too like the whole episode was boring until uh-huh. that moment mm-hmm.
4: until
1: that Agreed. moment yeah
4: and then you see that the armor being worn by bolton and you're going oh
1: yeah yeah and part of me was like the "Rains of me you know you know whenever whenever shocking stuff happens part of you was like is this a dream are they gonna wake up <laughs> like
2: the, and the boltons but... are such dickheads oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ruse and michael Ro- uh, the
4: worst. <laughs> Did you see Moat Kalen? They were they lived in crap.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the Boltons were terrible. Boltons didn't really live in Moat Kalen. Yeah, what? Boltons lived in the Dreadfort. Ah,
0: the Dreadfort. Well, he gave Moat Kalen to Ramsey. That's right. That's yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. Good. Good pick, though, man. So um, let me, because uh, Jake and I have had this discussion before about because I, I've told him before that to, to me the red writing wasn't a big deal. I think it is in the show. Mm. Uh, Jamie just gave me a weird look. <laughs> um, but I don't think when you read
2: it well in the books because it was a big deal in the books.
0: Well, here, here is my reason why is because when you are reading the book, um, it, the books are told in chapters and they're told from perspective, and Rob is not a perspective character. So it immediately establishes this feeling that he's not as important as yeah. everybody
3: else. Uh, I totally agree with you though, mm-hmm. where you're going with this. I'm and with the, the other thing too is they
0: say constantly, Tywin tells Tyrion constantly, we're losing on purpose. I'm making him feel comfortable because he's using all of his resources and I'm not. I'm throwing bannermen yep. at him. Yep. So so Tywin is saying, so Even even though you're reading that he's mm-hmm. winning. Taiwan saying yeah, he's using all of his resources to win these fights. They will lose steam before yeah. they even reach us.
3: Uh, uh, it, and It's interesting because hearing this uh, um, People haven't really talked about the show with me around me And so hearing you guys talk about the, the red wedding and like and like the the stuff that goes behind it yeah. I remember in the book thinking it wasn't as big of a deal. Yeah, Interesting. Exactly. Sounds because, like the show because, did it
2: better than the book. But, oh, it, right. it did. It did. Well, it's... Be, it, and I remember... But Catelyn I remember was thinking, a Catelyn was a character. She was a perspective character. Perspective character. but she ended up... She ended up... Sorry. 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 She, <laughs> that the, was the, such the, hardest part, the hardest part. The hardest part about the Red Wedding and Catelyn's death is in the show. They didn't bring out Lady Ironheart.
4: Right. Stoneheart.
2: Stoneheart. It so. would have been so awesome. She's such a cool character, but... What were you saying, Scott? Anyway, go ahead.
3: Um, I just remember there were... sp- speaking to what Chris was saying about about um, what's his name. Rob. Rob. Yeah. I remember him. He, I, and it's been a while, but I remember feeling like he was kind of a.
0: He was just a throwaway character.
3: He, he, not not necessarily, but but that he that his character wasn't not 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 important but kind of inept almost mm-hmm. like he wasn't he wasn't very good well, at well he was
0: very much an offspring of Ned obviously but Ned is an honorable person mm-hmm. and he does things by honor like the first time you see Ned he cuts someone's head off because they were a deserter they they deserted the night's, so, the night's watch and that's punishable by death rob is almost the same way he's like Let's gather our bannermen and we march and, and we fight and we kill. And he did nothing political. He made no kind of like moves. The moves he did make, he he went back on his word. So that's why he lost. Because Tywin beat him through politics. Right. And that's
2: why this show is so great. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. the politics. But, the so show.
0: when when I when I read the when I was reading the book, I was like, Oh, okay, Catelyn's dead. That's the that was like my biggest takeaway, is that Catelyn Stark died. Um, but and the the show did it so much better. It <laughs> it well. it's
3: really funny. Uh, coming back to my perspective on on the red wedding, is I remember when it happened in the TV show, or when people would would ask me like when they when they heard that I was reading it, like what did you think about the red wedding? And I was trying to think like what part in the book was that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as big, of it. and and maybe it was because with an audiobook you just fly through things, and I was like mowing the lawn and, and just like it just went past. I, I don't know. But um, yeah, that, that was my and
0: I, and I did read that before. But I, I read The Red Wedding before I ever saw the show. Hmm. So I'm thinking maybe if someone watched the show and read the book after, that's why mm-hmm. maybe like a kind of that's what they visualize in their head. Right. Uh, because in the book, his wife wasn't even pregnant. They were desperately uh. trying to conceive a child so to have an heir. And they, they established that John is the next heir of Winterfell right then and there interesting um because they could not conceive a child and in the show they did but they stabbed it <laughs> right <laughs> brutally um made
3: for more yeah but uh, bigger reaction.
0: it was this interesting too because it was like game of thrones is um a hero's journey but it's told through like the, the most unique way ever where like okay so you have your main character and his town gets destroyed and his mom and dad die and he's actually a uh, super like his his lineage is super crazy and he's a king he's actually the king so it's a hero's journey but it's told through this perspective of his mom and his dad first because they have to die first in order for our hero to go on his journey
3: yeah because yeah, usually that's, the hero's journey happens uh right off the bat well, well, well it happens after the death of the parents right yeah. or sometime after so yeah. that's
2: that's kind of how the, sh- the the entire story was described to me by an old roommate right what's up david uh he, Shout out to David. <laughs> he he told me he was saying, "Oh yeah, the first show ends with the with with Ned dying, or the first season ends with Ned dying." and He says that's how the first book ends, and he says it's like it's like when you're reading a, a, a fairy tale, and they talk, they say, "Oh, here's the the new king, and his father was the greatest king that ever lived, and he was the most generous mm-hmm. and the most blah blah blah." And he says, "Well, the first book in the first series of the show is you're telling that." That father story. Yeah, it's a prequel. So you're doing you're doing a little bit of a prequel before you get into the story. But then Rob died and screwed, that, <laughs> screwed whole <thing> <laughs> out, <laughs> that, that whole theory away. But but when when I first heard it that way, I was like, that is a super interesting way to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Is to start way in the back, way back, and then tell. So, so you're but, but, giving but, you're but, giving but backstory. Like a prologue or whatever. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. it's, it's not like th- this is what happened before. It's like th- it makes you feel it's you're, you're book, in the story. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're in yeah. the story, but it is the prequel to the story. And, so,
0: and it is John's story. Like, is, right. Despite how many characters there are. took in, three it's books his, to get to It's right. his hero's journey. He's the song of ice and fire. Right. And so he's, if you look at it just his story, arc, it's his hero's journey. That's why Rob dying didn't feel like that big of a
4: deal right. to me. Right. No, I get that.
1: So using the the red wedding to kind of jump jump into this overarching story is is you just realize how much this entire war, if you call it this entire conflict that was the Game of Thrones, how much it actually cost both House Stark and House Lannister. Lannister. Because if you think about it, every single Lannister died except for Tyrion. Tyrion's mm-hmm. the last male heir of, of House <laughs> Lannister. Stark doesn't have a, a male Mare heir. Lannister. They have Bran, but Bran can't have kids. And you don't have any anymore. Yeah, mail.
0: Sansa like totally. Dude,
2: <laughs> <threw him out. laughs> yeah, yeah, those memes, those memes about, about Sansa. His dick don't work. can't
0: be king. His dick don't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but in like in front of every major lord in the entire kingdom. But you had you had Sansa who the became blue. the queen of the North, and
1: it's great. But you know, according to everything, she's not going to keep the name the name Stark, or she might. I guess I don't know. But all, all, basically, what I'm trying to get to is that like this entire thing, this fight for the Game of thrones was devastating for every single house Uh, if you think about every house Baratheons laid waste to the Baratheons laid waste to the uh, there's no more Baratheons no more Targaryens except for Jon but he's in the night's watch there's no more there's no more um, male heirs that can that can for the Starks, there's and Tyrion's the last of the last Lannisters. of the Lannister. He gets Castle Rock, but he destroyed it. Right, and then and then you got uh,
2: what do you what do you got? You got you the veil. Vale, you got you got. But what have you got? Highgarden, Highgarden? was yeah. given
1: to it, a thief. No, but but even even them, they were all destroyed too. The, oh, that's what. Right, yeah, the, the, Tyrells. The, the Tyrells. Oh, that, that was another one. Now, now was to the a, one. that was a great. Elenna Tyrell great
2: one. Was, but, but, was one that I was considering. Well. Which
1: which and I hate to do this to go back about the things I liked about season eight, but it really was a reset of that their entire civilization. Oh, they broke the wheel. Yeah, it worked well.
4: Um, one thing I want to say about the Red Wedding is... My favorite thing about it is the use of the Reigns of Castamere. Because after the Red Wedding, if you started hearing the Reigns of Casimir, you browned yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Every single time you're going, oh, who's absolutely. dying? Who's dying? Who's, who's dying? dying? You're looking around the screen thinking you might and
2: die. And in eight, season eight, when Jamie and Cersei die in the in the pit, in the mm-hmm. basement, and the Reigns of Casimir started playing, I was just like... They're dead. That is so... Well, it was kind of like sickly beautiful that they played that at that moment Like right. I was like oh it's great filmmaking that moment that scene uh, just the
4: use filmmaking. of music was so amazing throughout the great. entire series and the, and uh, not to take a because I, I said it didn't
0: impact me because I read the book first Jake said it was like a cultural moment, moment. and it is it is it totally is like if there's any kind of betrayal done now in TV shows they call it a red oh, wedding, red wedding. <laughs> in, in wrestling in WWE there's a group called the shield and one of them backstabbed the other one and they call that episode The wed- the, the Red Wedding Raw <laughs> and, <Aww.
5: laughs> and there was
0: like uh, people would like play the Reigns of Castamere and like do black and white in slow motion and he's like beating his friends up with a chair and they're like man The Red Wedding Raw just like really I can't even think of it um, but Is it your goal to funny. bring the WWE into every episode? Because I feel it's, like you it's do. Like, it's <laughs> like we have a long it's time like, uh,
4: can It's like XKCD this. comics. You yeah. know, like
0: There's always a relevant <laughs> Simpsons always. episode. Exactly. Or there's
4: always comics. a relevant
0: WWE <laughs> <comic>. <laughs> Okay, are you shut gonna... up, Jama
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm plugging your, your mic. If any of us brought it up, Chris could brood about it. Uh, you are you a... gonna? Do you have another pick that you want to pick? No, my goat was was Shereen.
0: But uh, like I said before, I think the most important death was uh Tywin's. Was Tywin. But my the one that personally made me like feel the grossest was, was Shireen's Shireen. death. Out of all of it's them, a good one. even stabbing a pregnant lady. Like, yeah. Like Absolutely. Burning I, I a child t- at the stake in the hopes that you win a, ro- a war. A I can't even speak tonight. Win a, win a war. A battle. That's a tough one to say, actually. Um, yeah, dude. It, it, it made my skin crawl. And I, I liked Stannis before that moment. He seemed mm-hmm. like a good dude.
2: I had a, I had a friend who posted a meme after that on Facebook that was Stannis. It was that moment that Stannis was sitting there watching and someone had photoshopped him holding a mug that said number one yeah. dad. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> World's best dad or something like that. It was like uh. <laughs> it was so gross. Okay, Troy. That's where right. we go. I
1: have to actually start by saying I'm sorry because I feel like this one's cheating. Um, but this one this this death actually gave me a lot made made me pretty emotional and that's uh that was Hodor's I yes. H- Hodor's I'm death.
2: Really glad it got brought. Yeah, me yeah. Too. Really I, too. There it were others
1: bro. that I wanted to bring up, but really, when it comes down to it, I, and that's why it feels like cheating because <coughs> uh, I don't know. You have the the stakes were high, like were really really high. You got in the middle of his death. You got a really intricate story of his backstory, and not only his backstory, but, but Winterfell's backstory too. Heartbreaking. Yeah, one of the most heartbreaking. Moments, absolutely. I cry, absolutely. Yeah, cried. and and you realize just because of his name, Hodor, you realize from the time he was—I mean, how old was he when that happened? Fifteen, know, like, right? yeah, 12, twelve. 15, whatever. Like. He was a big kid, so he half giant. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, you realize from the time that he was that age, the the rest of his life from that point forward. His purpose was to hold a door
2: <laughs> and save lives. Like that's what's. Uh, it's... Dude, seriously, like I'm gonna start crying just thinking about it. Oh. It is such a. He broke. Bran broke his brain by warging into him. So mm-hmm.
0: Scott, you know, you know the story behind behind Hodor. No. Okay, so Bran is the three eyed raven. And he's able to see things in the past, right? And he saw went in the past, and he saw, I believe, little John, like John well, or little Rob, or was it was it was it his dad? Was it Ned? I think it was Ned. his dad.
1: But, yeah. but I need and to also, brother. I need to also say so, something. So he can so you're going to talk over me right now too. Um,
2: Warging means you. you, you you your your brain enters the brain of an animal or a human, and you can control them oh. by 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 entering into their consciousness.
1: To to go along right? with what Chris is saying, there was this whole theory about that you can't go into the past because he can go into the past because he's a three eyed raven, but he can't influence the past. But this kind of proves that wrong. So
0: I, I was going to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, he influenced the past, <laughs> and uh, in the moment that Hodor was trying, they they're running away from White's. Uh, he went He went into the past. He saw a young Hodor, and uh, something. Th- they were yelling, hold the door, hold the door, and Hodor actually heard that. Because I think, didn't he try to warg into past past warged, young he warged, Hodor? Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it screwed up his brain. So Bran is the one who turned him into what he is. Because uh, so Bran's, talk in, the future. He could Bran's talk in the
2: past, wargs into young Hodor, and then young Hodor is listening to them screaming to old hold the door hold the door hold the door hold the door while whites are tearing through the door and ripping hodor's body to pieces so and so he's listening to his own death because bran is warging into him and the most
0: frustrating thing because that death was so well done on the show but the most frustrating thing is they introduced the possibility of changing something in the past and they don't ever do it again.
1: They never. Do well, so that and See, that, it's, that was that's like, but that was a whole other conversation about like int, like, uh, change affecting the past doesn't affect your reality. Does that make sense? Because Hodor, it does. To, but to Bran... no. But that's the thing to Brand, Hodor was always was Hodor. always Hodor was always Hodor Hodor it was always going to happen. It was always going to happen. It didn't affect it was destiny. Yes. So, so, so Bran can't go back in the density, past and prevent sorry. the Night King from happening. The Night King was already there. So, if anything, Bran would go back and, 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 cause, it happen, right? and cause it Beca- to happen, right? Cause or anything else for that matter. And so, and so, you can't change but that the past. Doesn't
0: make sense at all because he's the one that caused it. He's the so one that it's caused a, it. It's, a ru- it's the rules that they established, but it still doesn't make sense.
1: It, it, you're right. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to argue it's about the, those semantics. That, that's but, why you always
3: stay away from time travel. Yeah, I, I know. Agree.
1: Freaking, if, if you want to be
3: serious and, and realistic God. about stuff, you stay away from. time <laughs>
2: yeah. But seriously, no time heists. <laughs> going, going back to my my roommate. What's up, David? We watched that episode. <laughs> We're sitting in a, in the in that house in in Rose Park, watching watching the the show. <laughs> and as Hodor's dying, and as his young self is like twitching on the ground, going because he's oh God, it's, oh. it's horrifying. <laughs> the little kid is in the past, and. Bran wargs into him and then he kind of starts freaking out. Seizing. And he like falls on the ground, he's seizing and he starts screaming, Hold the door, 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 hold the door. Hodor, and this is why Reese Hodor. is a
0: Hodor in our picture because that's how that's about how
1: articulate he is
2: <laughs> and then he involves. just starts going and then and then from then on the rest of his life the only word he says is Hodor and and his name literally meant hold the door hold, so his his the only thing he said the rest of his life his name was Willis but after that his name was Hodor and so the, as that's happening and then it comes back and Hodor's getting torn apart and killed um David and I, I look over and both, we both had leaned forward on the couch because, you know, you start, tears start coming out your eyes and then you're like, oh, I got to get out of the eye line of my roommate so I don't, so he doesn't know that I've been crying. I look over and I'm leaning forward and I look over and David looks at me and he goes, there's like a leak in this roof or something and He's wiping his face. Cause it was just such like a, an impactful, that was another cultural moment in the show yeah. Troy was that moment where and like that the next day Facebook Instagram everything was just so inundated with with Oh my gosh! Cry face, cry face, yeah.
1: cry face. So, so Shireen Baratheon's death was very emotional, and I would say, like Shireen and Hodor's deaths were probably the, the most emotional that that evoked the most emotion and got it made you feel the most as as far as like sadness. Um, the rest of them had shock value. The rest of them had like like turning points and everything, but but uh, those two especially, I think were,
2: yeah, emotional. Yeah, man how great is this show that we've spent all this time Mm -hmm. talking about these deaths and how, and what it did, to us emotionally. Next and
1: week is best Game of Thrones boobies.
2: <laughs> best Games of Thrones boobs. Hmm. Hodor. Hodor. That one it might have to be a song, YouTube. Video. Hodor got but that he big dick the, injury. He yeah. had the he had the biggest uh, uh, personality. In fact, in fact, uh Tonks from Harry Potter looked at him and said, "You got giant in you." When she saw his, uh, you uh, know. Anyway, Harry Longus. Um... <laughs> His patronus. <laughs> <laughs> the one-eyed snake patronus. He's, his Petronus.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: gosh. Okay. The show is great. <laughs> and now we devolved into in <laughs> <Megan laughs> <Pete. laughs>
2: Okay. Do you have anything you want to say, Scott? No, it's just. Uh... I think
0: Scott should pick the winner. From hearing what we said so far, that's a
2: good. That's that's a
0: good plan.
1: Um. Don't mean to put you on the spot. Um, Scott that's good let's see I'm gonna so say I'm go gonna go say you
2: again. can I, uh, yeah okay
4: uh, Jmo what was yours? alright mine was Oberyn Martell and it, by, it's the, hard, mountain. Yes, by the mountain yes by the mountain um, mostly because you feel every time you watch it because I watched it three times through now I felt a different emotion every single time you watch it it also was very pivotal Tyrion doesn't kill Tywin and doesn't leave it sets up other things for the show but Red Wedding um, mine was Shireen
0: Baratheon as a uh, child getting burned. in that was my that was my personal goat, but I think that the so, best death is Tywin's, okay. the most important death.
1: Um, mine
3: was Hodor. Um, I'm gonna go with Hodor. That's interesting. That's that's a good pick. That that one, it it isn't. It doesn't seem to be like super plot
2: shattering, but it's definitely. It's, I think it's it the most is. emotional death for me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely!
4: And I heard that's another one that the the D and D's. That's another plot point that they kind of guessed from uh,
2: Martin. Oh, himself. really? That's what I've, I've, I've heard. heard. I don't know. If I've that's heard the that they I've sat, sat that uh, when they while they were writing that season, they they sat in a room, in a like a hotel room in England with with uh, railroad Martin, and <laughs> they. And he told them that story. Oh yeah, that's what it was. And they both and they both just sat there like, and didn't move. <laughs> and they both just sat there in shock. going, that is his backstory. That that's what it was. Not that. what in the world is good. Yeah, it's so, a.
0: There was another writer that guessed the Hodor? Uh, yeah, like another another fantasy writer mm. that guessed it. And he's like, oh, I guess you just have to find out. And then after the show came out. George went up to him and was like, you bastard. You bastard.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact about George R.R. R. Martin is he only has one R in his name, but he, but for a pseudo pseudonym, he put two R's in... in uh, J.R. Tolkien. For, yeah, as a tribute to J.R.R. Tolkien. The mm. <laughs>
1: OG. And George R squared. Oh, that's funny. The germ, Gurm. Well, there
0: you have it. Hodor. It is. Hodor. Hodor. That's uh, Hodor, Hodor
2: is the greatest death in, in the... According to Cold Bow Podcast, George, Hodor has the greatest which is death. the only opinion that matters. And I can't. I'm not mad. I think it's a great death. Absolutely, it's great. I'm not mad either. <laughs> I don't know why I would be mad.
3: <laughs> why you, would you? You, is, you just sat here while
0: we spoiled the whole show. For you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot. Like I said, that I know a lot of the big plot points that happened, but there was so many things like, oh wow, okay. Well, what was what was the most
0: surprising to hear? Then was it was a
3: Hodor? Um, no, because I knew H- Hodor d- died. Uh, um, I don't know. There was who was it? The it was interesting to hear how um the Lannister uh, w- twins were they twins that the, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Cersei and uh, yeah mm-hmm. they died. Oh, yeah,
5: you
2: yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, anyway. while Daenerys was killing. The whole place. They and if they the
0: would have stood, eight, stood eight, 10 feet in another, any other direction, <laughs> when,
4: they would have been fine. Tyrion,
2: when Tyrion ran down to go find them, he found their bodies under a pile of rubble. And then 10 feet away, there was a flat piece of ground that had no rubble. On well, it. And, he moved, like, <laughs> and he moved like three bricks, too. He moved like three bricks. Like when they showed it all caving in, it was
1: like the entire Now, cast although you guys above. are making fun of that scene, that scene was pretty. Like, that scene pissed
0: me off to no end. Why? I hated it so Why? much. Well, I could Tyrion? I could talk about No, just that scene in particular. Tyrion finding them? Well, just the whole the whole thing.
2: The whole story yeah. of them.
0: I, I can get into after. All right. No, after I, I, done, I, there's a, it's mm, dumb. lots of story arcs that I thought were very yeah. disservice in this season. But. as good as the show was, that we just talked about. And yes, yeah. it just yeah, yeah, those like a, <laughs> kind of ended like a last
3: two seasons. Well, it's kind of fitting, right? The conversation matched the the show. It was really good for a long time and then it crapped itself at the end. <laughs> Just like our
2: podcast. Yeah. There we go. And without any further ado, is there anything else? Nope. Thanks, uh thanks for coming by. You're you're gonna
0: join us next week, uh, too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Good deal. Absolutely. All right. Good. Thanks, a lot of fun. thanks for coming, JMO. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Okay. If there's nothing else, then uh make sure to like us on Facebook instagram follow us tell us what you think about the episode tell us what you think about the podcast let us know if you want us to talk about anything hit us up we want to hear from you we want to Mm -hmm. uh engage let
3: let us know what your favorite death is yeah Um, for sure that's a good idea
2: yeah hit us with it hit us with it i want to have an argument on online about this because about the red wedding (laughs) i think it'd be great
0: Cool. Right And well, uh thanks for thanks for sticking around too. Sorry we missed last week. Uh, things were crazy.
2: Yeah, we, we made up understand. for it with a really long episode today. Yeah, how long was this? Uh it's been about an hour and twenty. Oh, oh it's not too not bad. bad. Yeah. I thought it was longer. Yeah, me hour too. 20, 20. I've
3: had way longer. better. <laughs> two, twenty-three. I've had better. <laughs> I've, had uh, better? I've had
0: better <laughs> <laughs> brushing your teeth. <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> All right. Bye guys.
2: Uh, well, thanks, we love you, we'll see you next week and uh, bye bye. bye.
5: bye. 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 bye.